listening to Zoo Radio, where we talk about Inuyasha. I'm Sean the Pitbull Doc, with my co-host. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Weave You Yasha. I may cut that horrible intro out. I'm Sean. Hi, Lindsay. We're very excited to talk about another spoilery title of an episode, Go Home to Your Own Time, Kagome. Indeed. I imagine the next episode is going to be something like, wait, don't leave me, come back. <laughs> Kagome, we can't have a show without you. <laughs> Kagome returns. Exactly. The triumphant return. And then in the last five seconds, she rises out of the well. She has a mustache and a eye patch. She's been through some shit since she's been gone. In the modern era. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, you don't know what's going on. Her, her soft life is a junior high school student yep and it's a completely unrelated plot (laughs) with absolutely no crossover and she was uh hunting aliens or something i don't know why the mustache i just feel like uh, (laughs) when you grow up you grow a mustache (laughs) this episode i found to be very great what do you think of it in general yes i like it um i mean the first part is Super action heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the conclusion of the fight. Second part is more uh, the feels. Yeah. My notes didn't reach the end of my page like they normally do because there are a lot of scenes. There's like, and then they fight. I guess we'll get to it. Uh, what else this reminded me of? Uh, we do get a recap of everything that happened, first of all. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, before we move on, I just wanted to ask, do you have any memories of watching this episode for the first time? Um, I remember there's, there's one coming up that makes me cry. I don't think it's this one, but the first time it didn't make me cry. But then the second time watching it, I remember every other time I've watched it since I cry. I don't think it's this one. I don't think it's the divine, this one. Oh, okay. That there's something later. We are fast approaching oh. it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's just, you know, I could relate as a girl. Oh, really? I could, and, you know. Interesting. All right, well, then let's let's try to guess right now. Do you think I will cry at the episode? Keeping in mind that I'm a big crybaby <laughs> and I cry at everything. Um, I think you, your eyes might get a little glassy, but I don't think we'll have, like, a tear rolling down the cheek. Okay. If we do, it would just probably be just one. Then I, I will go full... And just say I will sob during whatever episode this is. But I don't know if we cry at the same thing. So because you cried in that Batman episode uh, with the Jabberwocky, oh, that villain. That poor Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter, yeah. Unrequited love. Did not, did not get to me, really. It's like, Batman, punch him in the face. What about the, um, the one with the computer? And it had, like, Robot Batman, and then they, like, unplugged the computer, and the computer died. No, I think that one was heavy. It didn't make me cry. Oh, though. no, it makes me cry. I <laughs> cried at the Batgirl episode, where she gets shot in the face with Scarecrow's crazy juice, and then she goes and hugs her daddy at the very end of the episode. Aww. Never seen that one? It sounds vaguely familiar. It mm. might not have been one that, like, I saw, because I watched the, the reruns, like, crazy. Ah, uh, yeah. So there's some I'm way, way more familiar with than others. I've only seen them once, so that's like a half memory. 
I remember that one bit of like making me <laughs> bad girl. Okay, that'll be our next podcast. That and the animated <laughs> series. That's such a solid show. <laughs> it's pretty great. And after our little uh, flashback and what the Tetsaiga can do, and yeah, they they just flash back that part, and then all of a sudden they pick up right where Kagome's already shot the arrow, and. Mm-hmm. But she uh, makes the ultimate mistake of announcing where she's going to shoot next, <laughs> giving time <laughs> for <laughs> Sashomaru to dodge out of the way. Yeah. I think she's just trying to scare him. Or she's announcing her plans to her teammates who maybe don't know what she's about to do oh, next. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think anyone else knew he had a shard. Yeah. I can see the shard in his arm. That's where I'll shoot, everybody. <laughs> She misses, of course, and so yeah, she... just, like all just sideways. Just all of his <laughs> movements are like, hmm? Hmm? it's like a ballet dancer. <laughs> yeah, it does like a little attack at her. What kind of attack does he use? I can't remember that. I thought he lunged at her. That's when Inuyasha dives Jumps. on her. Yep. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, you can move awfully fast when you're protecting that human. Are you into her? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a little like Batman. Jogging. Yasha says that uh, she should protect Moroku. His medicine from her time will probably save him. Meaning that these bees aren't enchanted in any way. They're just giant hell bees that Moroku happens to be allergic to. That she could just walk down to the corner store and get him (laughs) some medicine and he'll be fine. I think part of them was just trying to get her off the battlefield and away from... Oh, sure, yeah. I was trying to figure out Sashomaru while this episode was going if he is so obsessed with his half-brother that he really just wants to fight him honorably or if it's a situation where he just wants to hurt his brother and will kill a human just to hurt. It didn't really seem that way because most of his focus was on... Inuyasha, if he really wanted to, he could have sliced Kagome in half. You have information I don't, so maybe Kagome and Sashomaru start dating at one point. Sashomaru wants to surpass his father's legend. He wants to be getting rid of anything he thinks is weak, which would be half-brother, human blood would probably be. More just I need to conquer. I need to be better than he is because I'm pure and full-fledged demon. He's, you know, I'll be better than our father kind of thing. Yeah, okay. And if he happens to kill Kagome in the battle, it makes no never mind to him. Well, Kagome was supposed to be looking through the medicine cabinet for poison when she came back to yeah we didn't see that scene where she was on her way to her bag (laughs) and then found a bow and arrow and got distracted and say this is better (laughs) but i made sure to write this down after inuyasha gives her instructions he thanks her because i know you'd be very angry if i didn't remember that part (laughs) she was so shocked yeah it's like (sighs) Oh, He's it. just going to say, get out of the way, you stupid. She'll be like, yeah, oh, I'm going to shoot more mm-hmm. But meanwhile, poor Jockin is once again interrogated by Moroku. Yeah, Seems caught that, up to him again. That fire staff didn't do its job properly. And they're implying that Shippo, I guess, subdued the fire staff or something because he's holding it. 
Yeah, I don't know. All of a sudden, Dawkins, I don't know, he, like, relaxed his guard, and they snuck up behind him. Mm-hmm. But he finally gets Naraku's name. Yeah, beaten out of him. <laughs> yeah. Well, choked out of him, and then he uh, assaults him off screen. <laughs> also in this scene, Shippo throws the staff away. I was like, God damn it, Shippo. Keep it, or break it, or something. Anyway, Kagome gets lemonade and pills? What does she get? It does look like a, a canned lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall any pills. No, well, maybe she put something in the lemonade. Oh, she, well, she had a box as well. So I just thought those were pills or something. Now that I'm thinking, I think she dropped something into it. Maybe like... Aha! Outfits ulcers. <laughs> she needs like an EpiPen. <laughs> and uh, we're okay while he is feeling the effect. Oh, yeah. Jockin tells him he's, he's, uh, he's doomed. Oh, yeah. He's going to die. So the poison will work his way, work its way into his body and kill him eventually. Yeah, he's on borrowed time. Yeah, and I didn't, for some reason, I thought Inuyasha was telling Kagome, go all the way back to the well. And that's what the title was referring to. Oh. Go home to your own time, Kagome, and get that medicine and come right back. <laughs> but she just brings medicine from her bag and helps it's him. still seem pretty full. Cool. And ever the cool guy, he, uh, I'm too weak to drink. Can I get it mouth to mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I and Kagome doesn't even hesitate. Nope. Sure. Shippo. <laughs> Come useful. There's his Shippo's like, okay. <laughs> trying to be useful. <laughs> I can manage. <laughs> I, I, I got this. <laughs> so Miraku's a... Uh, Drinking medicine, which leaves Kagome off to see how Iriyasha's doing. Yep, and she, um, does she see through his shirt, essentially, at the Shikan Jewel? Yeah. And it's, okay, so we get a shot of Sashomaru shirtless here. But fight scene occurs. Pretty vicious fight until uh, Inuyasha gets punched in the face by his brother. Um, oh, yeah, so Tetsuya is, he's not using it like that to transform slaying a hundred demons in one stroke. He's just kind of fighting with his little whip and his poison claws. Yep. And Inuyasha excels at fist fights. So he can take a so punch to the face. He's holding his arm pretty well. Um, the punch to the face that gives him those scratches, right? Yeah, it turns him into his brother. Which is weird. Does Sashomaru get punched in the face a lot? <laughs> Did his dad beat him? And that's where they came from? Ooh. Oh. His dad leaves the markets permanent. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I don't show think show got so. really dark. <laughs> I want to say his mom has him too. So maybe that's something he inherited from his mom. Oh, maybe. And Kagome comes back and fires an arrow and misses. <laughs> see him back in the mix. <laughs> she misses this time. And it's his shoulder blade. Shoulder oh, it's his armor. Yep. And Shippo's like, great shot. She's like, actually, I was aiming for the yeah. arm. But she does uh, break his break his armor. Quite a bit of it. Yeah, it shatters in one hit. Sacred yeah, arrow? Little, prob- probably. Yeah. Yeah, the little piece that goes over and then even part of the front of it, too, is gone. 
Yeah, she she always fires sacred arrows, I'm guessing, because she's Kikio mm-hmm. deep down. But it seemed like when Resurrecchio came by, she was shooting sacred arrows that were explosive. <laughs> like, I think Kagome's still learning. Ah. I think they're they're just a little sacred. Like, I mean, um, the next one she shoots, he grabs she just, and disintegrates. And melts it with his ass. <laughs> she was kind of like, ah, oh dear. That's when uh, he does a far sword blast that Inuyasha has to dive and protect her. Oh, yeah. He keeps telling her to quit it. Yep. And, of course, Kagame listens to anyone. Yeah. I mean, I'm with her on this one. It's like, I'm here to help, guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that makes the show very mad. So, like, fine, I'm going to kill you. And the Tetsaiga returns. Yes. Not fully transformed, but enough. Mm-hmm. And Kagome is unconscious. Yes, Inuyasha dives in front of her and takes, I think, well, wait, maybe that was where he got the scratches from. No, I think it was from the punch to the face, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Kagome hits her head. Yeah. We find out later. But he takes the the front. Um, I think it slashes his shoulder because he gets like a rip in his head. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Sparks all around his body. Roko, he can't use the wind tunnel because the bees are still oh, around. Oh, but he was going to try. Yeah. That me, Roku. Yep. All of a sudden, you know, a sister is approaching. You see that staff go in the middle. <laughs> yeah. No choice. And Inuyasha's like, you idiot. They're still there. And he like throws a rock and all these things <laughs> they come out right and hiding. It's really okay. nice for <laughs> Shishomaru to wait for this conversation to conclude yeah. before he attacks again. He's told to run with Kagome and get her get her out, keep her safe. Don't let her die. And he starts running walking. Walking or a, he starts approaching his brother. And his brother's winding up for a big old sword attack. He doesn't use the sheath again to block. Instead he grabs his brother's arm and is holding the sword. Mm-hmm. That still looks powered up, like mid attack. Yes. But he's pushing it back. Holding him. And uh, the Shomaru, I think, says something snarky. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's Maybe he like, punches, he claw punches him, like, right through the chest. Or, yeah. Like, in um, the liver or something? I thought it was his heart at first, but... Reminded me of his chest wound from Yura. Yep, exactly. <laughs> As we think all is lost, he uh, pretty much slices off the hand holding the sword. And yeah, takes the twists sword. it. Yeah, twists Rips it, it off. off. Throws the hand away. So he's still got like what, maybe elbow to. Yes. So because he only pulled off like the wrist part. He's got a pretty good bicep still. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a little past the elbow. <laughs> but while they were frozen in that pose, that was when Kagome woke up and saw what was going on. And they take me back. Murugi says no. <laughs> <laughs> we're under strict instructions. Inuyasha uh, takes the sword and he's stuck in like a weird half pose because he is severely hurt so he can't continue attacking. And then he passes out. Yeah. In like attack pose mode. (laughs) So it must be like a a snake can still strike when its head's been cut off kind of thing. Because Shomaru says something like, I can't approach him or I'll get attacked. Let's just get out of here, Jockin. He tries and like the sword... And off just like a little, yeah, 
So he'll attack out of un, uh, subconscious instinct. So it's like, yeah. I have no arm now. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> have you noticed uh, Sashomaru has a sword? No. <laughs> he has one already? He does. Hanging at his side this entire fight. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I noticed and then forgot. <laughs> Did he use it in his intro episode? He's never used never it. Never used that sword. His body's a sword, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Inuyasha used Blades of Blood right in Sashomaru's face and cut him. Mm-hmm. Pretty badass. Inuyasha has two attacks that are knivey, <laughs> yet he also wants this sword. Whatever. <laughs> Sashomaru floats away with his Hellbees, and they go off to have spinoff adventures together. I don't think he wants the bees to follow him. <laughs> They're following him because of the jewel. Yeah. That he, uh... Even Dawkins like, oh my god, how long are these going to follow us? Those bees would be pretty useful, though. Just having a bunch of bees do your bidding. You look skeptical. Why? I don't know. Maybe just... Even Shippo killed those bees. <laughs> but you have a lot of them. <laughs> People are scared of them. That's true. And you can stay at home and say, "Go do yeah. my bidding, bees. An infinite supply of bees. And I can take out Naroku. It's true. But Kagome returns against his wishes, and Inuyasha collapses. Like, oh, thank God you're safe. Collapses into a puddle of blood. His, of his own blood. <laughs> and she looks pretty horrified, like, uh, we really barely won this fight. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sashomaru is floating away on a, a cloud of whimsy. <laughs> Rips off, yeah. <laughs> rips off the rest of his arm and throws the jewel to one of the bees. Yes, it's like eating the rest, like it's eating its way up its arm. Oh yeah, he notices that the arm's going to consume him. So yes. he rips that thing off quickly. Yes. Interesting. Kind of like, hmm, maybe Naraku wasn't as helpful as... Maybe he left a bomb in this suitcase <laughs> full of money he gave me. We find out that he f- has followed the bees to Naraku, who yeah. takes Naraku's the jewel. Like, oh, Sashimaru failed. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, there's Sashimaru right behind him. <laughs> I don't like how you tried to kill me. Naraku disappears. <laughs> but his disembodied voice promises, don't be angry, I'll help you. is one of those guys not going to trust you again. Yeah, but I think he also respects power. So if someone's good enough to not get killed by Sashomaru, maybe he'll listen to him a little bit. I expect another team up later where Naraku says, try this helmet. (laughs) 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 But he promises to return, which great. Every show needs a good villain. They should have investigated the nearby bushes. See if he was just hiding, <laughs> throwing his voice. What's he wearing? <laughs> Not the bamboo cloak anymore. No, he's got those the the samurai underwear, the cloth that's just tied. <laughs> it's not dignified. But our gang is flying home. Achi. Uh, he still hasn't been named, has he, in the show? Because they I... call him Tanuki later. Kagome did, but I thought um, when they were writing, um, Niroku's like, thanks, Hachi, I owe you one. Oh, shoot. Maybe I missed it. And Hachi's like, I'm hungry. <laughs> He's like, we'll get you something. Is that in the dub? 
No, it is it's okay. So I just missed it then. Okay, I was like, "What is this giant tadpole?" Is yeah. Um, let's not think too much about the fact that this tanuki is probably using his balls to make the giant thing. Probably a lot cuter when they're not. Yeah. Then at least our little hachi wears pants. Yes, that's true. And it's shirt weird. and a vest. Well, no, <laughs> those are made of his balls too. Oh. <laughs> uh, so. Um, in talking with Hiroku, she finds out that uh, Naraku was behind this whole yep. setup. They recap all of their knowledge, and she tells Shippo that let's let him rest for now so that yeah. he doesn't immediately go on a kill crazy rampage. Yeah. Just tell him later. If Inuyasha thinks Naraku's near, he's going to go after him. But unbeknownst to her, Inuyasha is a little more savvy. He can feel that Naraku is near. And remembers what he did to his lady love, Kikio. And, oh, and Kagome's like, Inuyasha must be hurt pretty bad if he has to go back home. Oh, right, yeah. They're on their way back to the village and the bone eaters well. Home to him is probably the Inuyasha forest where he was shot with the arrow. And once they land, Inuyasha wants to speak to Kagome alone. (laughs) Which Miroku totally respects. As far as they know, yeah, sure. (laughs) But secretly follows and peeps. <laughs> yeah, they pay off Hachi, who goes away. Yeah. <laughs> Once they say, uh, Kagome sees the bone eaters well, and they walk over to that, and the sad music starts. Kagome's theme. And we know whatever happens is probably not going to be good. It sounds like breakup talk. What they actually talk about is kind of sweet about, you know, Thanks for protecting and helping. She's become strong. She was like picking up herbs. She goes, oh, this is really good for this and that. But you got hurt, and I don't like to see you hurt. It's just a bump on the head. Yeah, I know she got hurt way, yeah. way worse than going. Look who's talking. <laughs> but the greatest moment ever, mm-hmm. he embraces her. And time stops. <laughs> Away. Not sure what I mean. I think Moroku's Moroku's thinking of his own methodology. He's like, I know what happens next. Yeah, then he suddenly shoves her away. Shoves her down the well. Go home to your own time, Kigome. <laughs> Throws her down the well head first. And then Shippo and Moroku come running out, like, Oh my God, what did you do? She can't get. Does that mean the sword's not going to transform now that he's not protecting her? I guess we'll find out next episode. Yeah. She seemed like a real important party member. Yeah. And so she's back in uh, modern era. Mm-hmm. Pissed. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to go tell him off. You can't just shove me down a whale. Um, jumps down. And here's her school bell. Like, Wait a minute. So in modern time. Yeah, interesting. I don't have the jewels anymore. Uh, Cue music. Ferris wheel. Riding the subway and feeling sad because he pushed me down a well. Who's this lady with a giant boomerang? We haven't met her yet. (laughs) 
Four more episodes. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. I questioned that at first, that maybe there was a different reason why she couldn't go back. But then I remembered, no, she had the jewel in her essence. And that was how she was able to travel through the umbilical of the well. I remember that episode where she's in modern day. I think it's the no mask one. Cause, yeah. Uh, so it goes like, so Inuyasha came through without jewel sharks. Yeah. It did not work for no. a human, apparently. Mm-mm. Maybe we'll find out next episode. What it, what that ep- next episode's going to be? I have no idea. Are we going to follow Kagome? Are we going to follow Inuyasha? Oh, did you see the? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I don't watch the preview. They're, okay. they're spoilery. Yeah, we got some shots of Kagome and some of Inuyasha. All right. So this this episode was all around pretty good. I was worried that they were going to go in a Buffy the Vampire Slayer type situation at the end or something sad is going to happen, and you can feel it coming in Buffy. But it usually boils down to characters being mad at each other for no reason because they're trying to protect one another. There are exceptions in that show. It's just they they resort to just being kind of... I like that she was annoyed with him at first. Like, hey, come on. I just want to help. But... She's probably not going to let this go easily, even though he's trying to protect her. His motivations are not misplaced. It's just his actions are. Oh, good show. Yes. I look forward to the next episode. Can you rate all of the episodes that you've seen from Best to Worst? (laughs) Um, Is Worst the Toad episode or Shippo's first episode? Shippo's first episode was good because I had the Thunder Brothers. That's true. Yeah. They they came in with a strong strong villain for but, that story. But the Toto would be Prince has Nobunaga. Plate <laughs> spinning monkey. Oh right. Toad that puts curls and eggs. I don't toad see. Spawn. I don't see what the what the complaint is. <laughs> really. You know what? We'll save that for a later episode. Um, maybe when we finish season one, we can do a rating. Maybe not all of them best to worst, because I'm looking at your face and you look horrified, but we'll do like a top five and bottom yeah. five. 27 episodes. I could do it. <laughs> I just would never inflict it on a normal person. Okay. Just a, a, a weirdo. Top five, bottom five, I think we could do that. All right. But uh, I'm going to go off on my own and also do a best to worst in all of them. And we'll cut it all out. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining us, listeners, for an all-around great episode. We're on disc two now of all of them. It's, it's blue jewel case instead of red. <laughs> Lindsay put a lot of work into those things. She wrote down every episode, and she put uh, exclamation points. And uh, Of course, we're talking about something she bought at a store and did not burn <laughs> illegally off of. I wouldn't know about that either. <laughs> Speak clearly into the microphone of what kids <laughs> kazaa? I don't know. LimeWire? <laughs> Tell me more, Grandpa. Alright, thanks everybody. Uh, we were with you, Yasha. Good.